Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chanaya, aka Soul33, is my therapist and joins me on the Self-Love Club monthly for our series Love Lessons. In this episode, episode 5, we focus on relationships, marriage, and we explore why people cheat. Gaia, welcome back to the Self-Love Club podcast, this time on our series Love Lessons. We're covering off long-term relationships and marriage. Like, why do people get married and have these long-term relationships? Why do people cheat? We're going to cover it all off. I always come from a spiritual perspective when it comes to relationships and anything I talk about, right, because that's Mm. what I do for work. And when I was about 22, now I've come from a culture and a tradition where marriage is a must. You have to get married, Mm -hmm. right, because otherwise there's something wrong with you, otherwise you're going to miss out on whatever people think you're missing out on. Yeah. And so imagine my shock horror in my early 20s when I went and had a psychic reading and the lady says to me, yeah, you might not get married. And I had to sit there and think, no, there's no, there's no way that that's ever going to happen. It's expected of me. It's something that I want. And so cut to 36 years old now, 37 this year, I'm not married, Belle. Mm. And my view has so dramatically changed on marriage. And sometimes I've sat and questioned myself on whether that I'm just telling myself a story like, oh, you don't have to get married to be happy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I genuinely have changed my view on marriage and it's neither against or for it. I just kind of sit in the middle of it. And it's also been because of the type of clients that I see, because obviously a lot of people come to me wanting to know whether they're going to get married. The interesting thing with that and what I have learned, especially because I feel energy, I see things, And I can actually see and feel without knowing anybody if they have been married before in lives before, if they're going to get married in this life or whether they're going to have a partnership. And it actually changes the energy a lot. So I know a lot of your listeners Mm. aren't married along with you and I. We're not married either. And a lot of them want that, you know, and they want the long-term relationship thing. A lot of us are learning. I know that they talk to me about this all the time is that we're learning to be really happy on our own and like work on ourselves and that will come rather than, you know, the... That's right. They're like, when's it going to happen? Even though you can do that a tiny bit, it's okay. We're all human. (laughs) Of course. And that's just normal. If you're not doing that, then I'd, if you came to me and you said, oh, no, you know, I'm not worried about it at all, I'd be like, yeah, okay. There's something more to that. There's a story that you're telling yourself because majority of people want to be in a relationship, whether it ends up in a marriage or whatever. Yeah. And so 
The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because if you are not in a marriage and you want to be, maybe you can think about whether it is actually really something you want and what are the reasons of why you want it. Mm. So obviously because I see so many people and some of them in relationships, some of them are in marriages, some of them are cheating, there's different reasons as to why people embark on into a marriage. Like so, for example, I um, – I'll keep the story very vague and change up the characters. So mm -hmm. I saw a client um, and this person had been married for about 40 years and I picked up while working on them that they get married, they have a couple of kids. I won't give you the specifics, but they have a couple of kids. And then I was being told that this person breaks up the marriage. Every relationship in, her li in the lives going forward breaks up the marriage. And so – I questioned the client on this. I said, okay, this is the blueprint that I see. Have you left your partner? And then the person goes, yep, a few weeks ago. And I was like, right, okay. And then I said, okay, so I said, don't tell me anymore, but let me have a look again. And it's like, okay, I'm being told that you leave for various reasons. So whatever it is, cheating, blah, blah, blah. I said, what has it been this time? And this person said, my partner has fallen very sick. And I don't want to look after them. Oh, man, that's a tough thing to it's, have to admit as well. It's a really tough yeah, thing. Yeah, because it makes you feel like, I mean, anyone from the outside would be like, oh, that's horrible. You've got to look after them in sickness and health. You know, you that's, say that in the very old-fashioned vows. Exactly. Mm. And so this is where the conversation, you know, obviously in that point when people are with me, I'm channeling information. And the question came up as to her vows and what that actually meant to this mm. person in terms of what they had promised each other over 40 years ago. And it was really, really fascinating to, to know that that person is putting their happiness above theirs. Mm. And in conversation with other practitioners and things that I've had over the years, a lot of them have the perspective that we – we, especially in Asian cultures, like where I'm from, Malaysia, people stay in marriages and relationships much longer than they perhaps need to and endure things like cheating or abuse or things like that because you are made to feel that when you make your bed, you lie in it. Mm. And I'm neither for I, – I, I just sit neutral ground yeah. because there's so much – you know, pros and cons against both things. But there's just so many different things of why couples – get married and stay together. Mm. Another example is that I have a few clients who have children first and then get married. And that would be probably a lot more of a common thing now because, you know, even my parents and my grandparents, again, like my family's mum's side, like heavily Catholic. So that was like you you stayed in your marriage, you know. Yeah. And then as I grew up, you started to see people getting people people's parents getting divorced. My parents got divorced. And I feel like there's been a shift in the last maybe like 15 or whatever years, maybe more, I don't know, where you do see a lot more people having kids beforehand before getting married than probably you used to. So now it's like kind of there's like no normal anymore, if you know what I mean. There is no normal. And so don't feel bad if you are not following a particular pattern mm -hmm. that other people are around you because everybody's relationships and needs from their relationships are different. Like the clients that I have, a few of them that fall into this category that have the children first and then get married – Upon questioning questioning them about it, and also because I have another view of a psychic view, the reason why they want to have a marriage after the children 
is because they want that feeling of security because one parent has one surname and then the other, say, three or four of them have one surname and it's about connecting connecting as a family. Mm. Because, you know, if you go back in history, right, and I'm not coming from this from a legal or a religious point of view, this is just a general spiritual point of view. Marriage was put into place as a contract so a man could have power over a woman. That's that's all it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. And that's what it was. That's the original meaning of a marriage. It's the, it's the legal mm. rights of yes. ownership of another person. Yeah. And it's only the religious side of things that came actually later. I thought it was actually the other way right. around. But upon research, it's actually the religious stuff came later with the with the vows and the you know ceremonies yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So it's... It's really interesting when people have kids first. Like I've got a very good girlfriend who's got a couple of kids and she's not married. And her mum being married said to her, I'm so glad you did it this way where you didn't feel like you had to get married and that yeah. it was, you know. And that comes that's coming from a mum of a different generation. Wow, that's, who's, yeah. So, you know, and being of um, Indian Malaysian descent, I remember in my 20s when I had this reading the first thing that came to my mind was not how I felt about not getting married. It was how I thought Your my parents, parents oh. I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, how would my parents feel if I actually had a child outside? Because that's what the reading the reading said. You, mm. You'll probably have a child, but it's not going to be in a marriage. And I'm thinking, here I am, I'm being a whore, I'm a hussy. Oh, I don't know yeah, at the time. Like all the old school yeah, stuff. All yeah, all the old school Which ways is, of thinking. It's drummed into people and like even our parents, some or grandparents might still think a little bit like that because it's how they were raised. Yeah. What do you think? Like, I mean, obviously what we've talked about in lots of these episodes is, you know, trusting the timing and trusting that everything will work out how it's meant to be. Yeah. You know, but for you being in your early 20s and being told that, and mm. you probably had this idea of how your life, even though we know that that's not like a thing. Exactly. But like when we know that now, how did you, were you really upset about that? Were you like, but I want to get married. Absolutely. Like, and I, my life's going to be a failure. Did you think that? Because that's I, what I would have felt I like. did. In your 20s, you're, and especially, you know, our listeners who are in your 20s, don't stress about stuff like that. Because honestly, if marriage is on your cards, then it is. And if it's not, that's okay too. Mm. It doesn't actually matter. I think, you know, like in the case of children and things like that, if you look at the legal ramifications of marriage, you can understand why people want that to protect themselves and their children. And, you know, heaps of people are going in with prenuptial agreements because, you know, when you get into a relationship or a marriage, you're not wanting the marriage or relationship to end. No. But then you're having to consider that, that if it doesn't work out, I'm going to take what I put into the relationship financially, mm. assets-wise, and so is the other person. And then whatever else we accumulate together, we split evenly. So it's a really interesting world that we live in now where – Marriage is becoming less mm. and less expected. And needed too, because if you think about it, like there are laws now, de facto couples, once you've lived with someone for two years, you're entitled to half of their stuff. I don't know all the legalities no, of neither. it. But when like there's like there's actually you don't need to be married to legally be entitled to like things and you still have to undergo a separate oh no, it's a marriage, I guess, a separation. It, it just sounds really confusing to me. <laughs> it is. But then also I see clients on another point of view where nobody's actually thinking about the legal side or the religious side. It's just because they want to 
they have yeah. this idea of a wedding. But the thing is, like, it's not like the, the way I think of it, and this I'm trying to get it out of how I think of it. It's like, yes, I would love to get married. Like, yeah. that's something I've always wanted, and it will happen when it happens, if it happens. Yeah. But the thing is, from what I've watched, my parents going through a divorce, a lot of other parents going through, like people's parents going through divorces, people get divorced so easily and separated these days. Like marriage doesn't seem to be this big final thing anymore. So to me, like, yeah, I don't want to get married and get divorced. That's not what I want. I've always wanted to, you know, no one wants to get divorced. No, no. But it doesn't seem that hard to get out of to me. So I don't see the big deal. Like it doesn't seem like, yeah, a divorce is not ideal. I'm not saying it's an easy procedure. (laughs) No. But like you see everyone leaving marriage marriages so easily these days it doesn't seem like that big a, like that you're stuck in something as much you yeah know? that's so true yeah and another thing to think about also if you are in a relationship because I see this a lot with ladies coming and going you know we've been together five years and he hasn't <laughs> proposed or you know do I stay do I leave oh no and it's it, there's a lot of pressure and yeah. the thing is girls out there this is coming from my own personal experience and the thousands of clients that I see they feel that pressure whether you are saying it or not. If I, a random stranger, can feel this on you without you opening your mouth, another person can feel it. They just may not be conscious about it. Then why don't they do it then? Like, why <laughs> Why don't they? If you've been with someone for, like, a long time, yeah. what, I mean, everyone's different in what they do, but, like, what's – that's why you can't okay. really analyze it. But what's down to like, okay, you've been with someone for like four or five years and like you you both talked about wanting to get married and they haven't yet. Yeah. Like why are they waiting? What's the big deal? Okay, so from seeing some male clients, they feel like it's pressure. They feel like it's something that they can't get out of. So if you think about it this way, if you're not in a marriage, right, and you're in a relationship and you don't know whether it's going to turn into a marriage – is it, this is playing devil's advocate because I like doing this. I do this with mm. my clients all the time. If Isn't it nice to know and empowering to know that your husband, wife, whatever, wants to stay with you because they want to stay with you and there's no legal bind there for them to not feel that they can leave? They're staying with you and not leaving because they want to. Whereas when I see clients who are in a marriage and don't want to be with their partner, they feel like they can't leave. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So there's a big energy shift because often I see this a lot, a lot more than I want to. I'm working on someone and I can see in the lives before and their blueprint patterns saying that, oh, they get married, but then they start cheating. And then I look at them and I'm going, are you cheating? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, why? And so this is where we can start talking about the cheating part. But it's, I think, when when people it doesn't matter whether you're a girl or boy and you've been in a relationship for a long time and the marriage part's not happening, the person who's usually hesitant about it has issues around feeling bound. Mm. Yeah, but why then? It's a hard one, isn't it? Because but like if you're not sure if you want to be with someone like long term, why do you stay in a long term relationship? You know, like I'm not judging that person, but if you you know that someone wants to get married that you're with, and obviously you both have to agree on what you both want. Yes, but if you know that that you want to be that you both want to be together a long time, one of you wants to get married, and the other's like, okay, like why? Why would you be so hesitant? Obviously, you shouldn't like just just leave it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's some of us that would love to be in a long term relationship yeah, I right know, now, and I like. Know. You know, and so I think not in a desperate way, of course. No, of talk course. About this. Yeah, and I and I think <laughs> this is where you know everyone listening, and even I've had to have these conversations with my own self. Is can you differentiate between 
a spiritual commitment with someone, mm. like where you have committed, but it's just not formalised in a legal sense. Because I think you do have to separate that out sometimes, especially mm. if you are in a relationship and you want to get married and the other person doesn't. That's but, so but, hard. But the other person wants to still be with you just yeah. without the legal stuff. You need to actually sit and process that, whether you are okay with that or whether you're not okay with that. So sit, if you are in this position, sit and question yourself like, okay, why do I feel like I need to get married for? Is it security? Is it because that's what I'm we're supposed to do? Like, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. Norms. Is it because I'm a multimillionaire and, um, you know, I don't have anyone to leave my money to? Whatever the reasons are, you know, but there are so many different reasons. So really sit and think about that, whether you're wanting this because it's the right thing to do mm. or the wrong thing to do or it's expected of you, whatever it is, because it's really important to know your intentions of why you want that. Because I've had to process that over many years because in the view of my community, I've missed my boat. <laughs> it's like the my old boat school. has sailed yeah, to Mexico. Because like, <laughs> in the old school, you'd be like, and you're so young, but people would be like, oh, you're a spinster. Like I have, <laughs> she's passed away now, but I had a great auntie who never got married, yeah. never had children. She was referred to as the spinster. Like, yeah. that's so mean. Like, what the heck? Like, just because you're in your 30s, like, and you yeah. have a child yet, back in the olden days, you would have been, like, you know, like, oh, it you, just you, makes, you've, it, you've ruined your life. You're not going to have a chance. But this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> me personally, I can laugh about it That's now good. because it's hilarious to me to and have thought. And you can thought, still have a child. Of course. Yeah. But the thing, and so can everybody else listening. So that's why don't don't beat yourself up about it and take it so seriously like it's the be all and end all. Mm. You can still have everything in a marriage and out of a marriage mm. because everything comes down to you anyway and how you are in a relationship and how you are on your own, which we've discussed in. In some of the episodes before yeah. anyway. And so don't don't stress about it is yeah. what I'm saying. But just do ask yourself, why do I want this if it's something you want? And whether a commitment um, without the marriage is enough for you. But then I think it's also fair enough to ask your partner if they're not coming to the party with the marriage as to what is their issue with the mm. relationship, like relationship progressing to marriage. Because I, and with experience personally and with clients, a lot of men and uh, and some women don't want the marriage also because it's the traditional thing to do. And why would I want to go into the system and follow just yeah. a typical path? Whereas the other person might see it as a rejection. I know if someone didn't want to marry me, I'd be like, but you're rejecting me. Yes. Because you know, like, it's like, well, why don't you want to do that? Yes, exactly. So it's hard, yeah. Exactly. And so some people will see it as just a formality that is unnecessary. Mm. And so, and, and obviously, you know, um, listeners with children and those thinking about having children, it'll change again. It might change again for you if you have a child and then you're like, actually, no, I want more security because yeah. if she or he carks it <laughs> and then all their money or whatever is going to go to the brother and sister instead of our children you know but this it's so true but then this day and age people have like when you buy a house I know this because I've bought one in the past and you obviously have as well yeah you have to have I was I bought this with a long-term boyfriend and we weren't married we were very young and I we had to have wills done up yeah yeah you know like and but like so I think even these days without marriage you still can have wills you can still have all that stuff so you don't always have to get married anymore so people are getting these loopholes mum used to always say to me before we move on to the next part yeah mum used to always be like oh because Again, she was brought up like old school Catholic. Yeah, she was like, oh, you know, they can't. They're this. They're they're win, they're win winning situation. You know, they're getting basically a wife, but they're not. 
you're not their wife. Like you live with them. Yeah. You do everything like your wife, yes. but you're not, you know, like you're kind of getting ripped off. Uh, yes. And so I was kind of like, oh yeah, like I kind of am doing there. And it takes the pressure off them having to marry you because you're they're getting doing... to live with you. They're getting to do all the stuff yeah. and you don't have to, it, is, it takes away the need for it in a yeah. way, you know? And and other other you know, clients and things, they they want to get married because of tradition. It's been mm. done for so long. Their parents were married, their grandparents were married, their whoever. It's just a traditional thing. It's the memories. It's the bringing together of the family, all of those things. So there's a lot for you yeah. guys to consider in this. But all I'm, as a practitioner, doing what I do because I see it so often in varying forms, just sit and question yourself about what it is and why it is that you want the marriage if it is something you want. And if it, you don't want it, ask mm. yourself that too. Like, what is what is it about it? Because mm. well, one thing we'll find as well is that in moving along to what we're going to talk about next, cheating, yes. you'll find that a lot of people who are single want to be – it's like you want what you don't have, right? Of course. If you had, lo- like, straight hair, you want curly hair, vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Like, people who are single would love to be in a relationship. And then some people – I've been there as well – you've been in a long-term relationship and you want to be single because you're like, oh, no, I'm, this isn't for me anymore, you yeah. know. So, it's a hard one. So, like, moving along to cheating. Yes. Why does that happen, okay. in your opinion? Okay, there are varying reasons for motivations to cheat that I have seen from my very many case studies of clients that I see. The biggest one is feeling controlled in the relationship and the excitement gone from the relationship. And so they're looking for that external it's it's like a it's like an exciting adventure you know to mm. have someone on the side and their needs aren't being met and anymore. their needs are not mm. being met and sex is a big part of that I see a lot of people who cheat just because of the sexual part of things um but it's it's really an excitement and a thrill things have become so um routine within their relationship and there's a lot of demands on them of the role they need to fulfill as a husband or a wife and that isn't what that individual wants. So they go and have a mistress or a, whatever you call the male, female, male version out on the yeah, side. Why does the girl always get the mean, like, I don't know. name? It's not her. Like, I know, but it's true. And so that's why they have this on the side because um, it's exciting. You There's that fun element. Mm. There's no, like, I you know, you walk through the door here. Take one child here. You go do the washing. Of course, those are the legal, legal, the um, the practicalities yeah. of life. You know, we, stuff needs to be done. Yeah, like, Admin needs to be done, people. <laughs> yeah. But I think that a lot of people just get stuck in that rut. Mm. And so, this is something that I want you to remember also in your relationship: is love your partner free, love them free, meaning that allow them to be who they want to be. And this is you going back to you as well, because I just know that people cheat because they feel so controlled and like they have a a, a manager or a, a someone at home that is controlling where they are, on looking at their the phone, on their, on their back, where are you, who are you with, when are you coming oh, home. Nah, stuff that. You know, I'd stuff that too. See like, you, mate. I've, Bye. I've, later. <laughs> I've got a girl, um, a lady who comes Add to me as a client, and she said to me, she's amazing, like she's got a few kids and she's married and she's a CEO of a company, she's got everything going on. She said to me, I don't tell anybody where I go or what I do, <laughs> not even my husband. I just say I'll be back and I'll be back and that's it. <laughs> and that's how they operate their whole relationship is on absolute trust. But if you trust somebody and if you are a trustworthy person, like 
generally most of us just go to work, maybe go hang out with a friend. My, I, I don't know about I'm I'm very much a homebody, so I'm probably going to be at, you I'm know, in like, bed at seven. Yeah, I'm <laughs> this daylight saving business. I'm like getting, I'm basically ready for bed at seven o'clock at night. I'm like, Same. oh, the, like getting dark makes you get ready for bed early, it, it right? It does. So like, if you're a trustworthy person and you have that trust in your relationship, yeah. Yeah, because you've got to have the trust in yourself first, though, mm. because if you start being suspicious and paranoid and oh, speculating, yeah. you're going to want to make the other person go Does and that do manifest that. it? Oh, my God, Belle, absolutely. Sometimes I have to shake some clients and go, they're not doing anything, man. This is your own insecurity. So you've got to fix that before they actually start picking up on and that you energy. you ruin it. Yeah. yeah, and you ruin it. So this is always goes back to you mm. and how you feel about yourself and trusting because if you trust them of course you know things and I and, and in relationships in the past too things do come up where you're like okay you do have to check you it, do yeah. have to check but there's a way to check in a way that's not um condescending or not like you're the secret service that's on top of your partner you know what I mean there's a way to do it in a really mature way like oh, one of my favorite lines is I'll look at the partner in the eye and say <clears throat> Is there anything I need to worry about? Okay, so okay, so what's your relationship with that person? Cool, great, okay, done. But I sit with the answer for a while before I jump and go, who is she? So what does she do? Or yeah. what's he do? Or, you know, don't jump and attack because that's what makes people want to run in the other direction. Yeah. And so cheating is, I see it a lot more than I'd want to, and it is in people that you would not ever think would cheat. Really? And then a lot of them have huge guilt issues because this is where you you want your cake and you want to eat it too, you know, um, where, oh, but will my partner be okay if I leave? And they've got another relationship going on outside of the marriage or partnership. Will my partner be okay? But I, I don't want to leave them because, you know, so it's kind of like, Unless it's an arrangement between you to have other partners and things. That's sad though, isn't it? I've always thought that's really sad. I mean, you can't lie to people like that. You know, people are not dumb, but people can be in denial. Mm. So the partner who's being cheated on may not consciously know they're being cheated on, but energy wise, if I can pick it up, they will know on a subconscious level that they're being cheated on. So, and also talking about cheating in terms of if you're in a marriage and your partner is cheating, don't stay out of desperation yeah. and don't stay because you feel like you have to. And I know a lot of mums especially that I see feel this way like, well, how am I going to leave? Like I see this quite a lot with mums with small children and their partners are cheating. It's like, well, you know, I've given up my job to stay at home and look after these children. <clears throat> They're the actual day-to-day practicalities yeah. of how to cope. And that's a really, really hard one. And that's where you kind of need a bit of an exit plan if you are planning on leaving. And yeah. I'm not saying that it's easy, but don't stay for the wrong reasons, you know. couple of questions. And every situation is so different. I mean, everyone's got free will and things will happen. Mm-hmm. If someone cheats in a relationship, can you mend that or is that kind of kaput, the trust is gone? I mean, every, okay. yeah, everyone's different mm. what they think. Everybody is different. For me personally, as Gaia, it's done. Mm. I, I can't. I just couldn't. And, I, and that's what my previous long-term relationship ended because I just, after I'd known that the deed had been done with someone else, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't go back there because I just knew the trust was broken. However, I do know of clients that I have who the cheating has been of interesting circumstances 
and the partners have forgiven each other and the relationships have gone on to be quite strong. So it really is bowed down How to the is that individual. possible? I don't know. I honestly, like I say, I can only come from a spiritual angle because that's my, my thing, but I, I don't know. Mm. For me, there is always the residue left of can I trust this person as you, as you would – so part of it is a story that people do tell themselves in denial, but it's it's more likely that I see that if I, and in the case of someone where I've mentioned to you where they've got young children and they've found out that their partner is cheating, I know that that person will eventually leave. It's just the timing isn't right right, right. now. So they might be there for another 10 years and then leave because that's what they feel. Because a lot of people stay, and I know this also from clients, a lot of people stay in, in marriages because of their children. Yeah. You know, because of having a, a solid, secure family unit for the children. Mm. Um, so to answer your question, that's a really hard one. It is really down to the individual. I had individuals. I have seen it work out, but in 85% of the cases, I know that over time it will end again. And another question mm. I wanted to know is like, because, yeah. you know, if you're the other person and someone's cheating with you. Yeah. You know, I've always had the mentality of like, they're probably not going to leave that person for you. Oh, so God, don't no. flatter yourself. Like, I don't mean to be mean. <laughs> and I've been in that situation where I've had someone, like I've had a married man years ago. I won't go into many details. Sure. I didn't have an affair with him. Yeah. But he was married, much older than me, and like wanted to have an affair with me. But I'm like, he was like, you know, I want to stay in my marriage, but it's dead. Like, I just yep. staying there for the kids. And like part of me in my young mind was like, yeah, that's kind of flattering. Yeah. But the other part's like, no, like he will never leave her for you. So don't like get that idea in your mind. It's very dangerous. Oh, it's very. This is an excellent thing that you brought up. I yeah, have seen I've never this. talked about this before. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I see this. I see the single girls that are in relationships with married men or women or, or whatever. And um, and I can feel, I'm, I'm like, they're not going to leave their partner and children for you. And you're yours. ripping yourself You're off. ripping that's yourself. What, yeah. This is the desperation. This is where you're holding on to stuff going, Maybe he will. Maybe she will. It's very, very, very unlikely that they won't, especially if it's been going on for years and years and years and nothing's happened. Like they haven't, they haven't actually said I'm leaving my my wife or whatever. They won't do it, Belle. It's mm. very, very unlikely, and I've seen that a lot. Where I've had to shake some of my single female clients, going, "Dude." You're 38 now and you've been with this person for seven years yeah. and he's still in a relationship with yeah. his four children and he goes home and cuddles his wife every night and then he's seeing you on the That's way. That's what I mean. Like I know from myself I had that happen and I've had one other man. So I've had it happen two times and both times I turned, like I was like, no. Yeah. It was hard but like no because you, and I just want to share that message. Do not rip yourself off because no. then you'll rip off yourself from <clears throat> – Potentially having that, yeah. potentially having a proper long-term relationship and everything, you know. Exactly. So have more value for yourself when it comes to that sort of things. And remember, if they are cheating, they will cheat on you also. Mm. Always, Belle. Always, always, always. I can smell a cheater as soon as they walk into my door. And I, but with me, as you know, I just confront people on the issues because that's what they're coming to me for is to yeah. hear the truth. And so... It's like what Belle said, don't cut yourself short and get out of the relationship if it is not 
giving you, bringing you happiness and joy and contentment. But again, that always goes back to you anyway. You need to be able to pr produce those mm. things within yourself before you can find it in someone else. There will be a reason why you're attracting someone that's cheating on you or why you are in a relationship with someone who's cheating on their partner. So this is, again, you need to look at the questions. Like I can see the blueprints for you, but you need to look at that within yourself. Go inside and ask yourself, why have I attracted? Is, is it some self-worth thing? Is it a value thing? Is it a confidence thing? How do you thing? work that out though? Like I know you can go inside and ask yourself. Yeah. And for a lot of us, it is a self-worth thing. Yeah. And then when you say, no, I'm not getting into this situation because I respect myself mm. and also learning that, you know, I had to learn that not all attention is good attention. No. Just because some guy's interested in you doesn't mean that you should go there because yeah. – Nah, if it's not going to give you what you want in life, then don't do it. Yeah. Life's so short. Yeah. And this is where you just, you you really need to know your worth and your value. You you, you really do because um, you can get stuck in these situations and just think that you deserve that. Because I have, I have a lot of women, women that come to me who think, oh, I just deserve it. You know, obviously I wasn't giving him enough sex or I wasn't paying attention to him because we've got the five children running around, whatever. You know, that don't put it out, blame yourself about it, but look into it. And, and also confront your partner about it, um, just not in a attacking, nagging kind of way, okay? Because women in general, and as a woman myself, having done this myself, so this is not pointing the finger, I've learned the right ways to go about questioning partners about this rather than attacking because that doesn't work. Um, mm. So basically out of this whole topic today, choose love, not fear. Not fear to enter a marriage, not fear to exit a marriage. You're choosing, you're loving yourself, you're loving the other person, doing everything for the right reasons, Belle. Yeah, definitely. And if you haven't listened to our first episode of Love Lessons, that is all about choosing love versus fear. And it's a really cool guy to see that that, you know, trend. Yeah. That really does cross through to everything in life. It does. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed. Like there are actually five other eps with Gaia you can catch up on if you haven't heard those yet. Reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram story helps so much in spreading the self-love message to others who may need it. To keep up with the Self Love Club, follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram and you can check out my website, bellcrawford.com for resources and blog posts. Plus, join the Self Love Club community on Facebook where you can connect with other members around the world. A big thanks to our audio engineer, Nick Baldwin, and we've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through 2019 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Brody Kane's next week, Olivia Scott, formerly of The Raw Kitchen after that, and heaps more. Honestly, I've gone a little overboard and there are so many episodes recorded. Catch you soon, babes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.